we can get all these things taken care of and get it behind. Thank you right now for touching lives. I thank you, Lord, for the the move of your spirit. God, I ask you right now that as we go into your word, God, that you would just send it forth in power. Minister to every heart and every life, Lord. You know what each and one of us need here this morning. You know where we're at, Lord. You know how things are affecting us. And I ask, Lord God, that when this day is over with, Lord, that every life would be touched. And when we leave this place, Lord God, that it be, we can say that it was good to be in the house of the Lord. And, Lord, we just give this time to you, Lord, and I, and I want to thank you right now for the things that you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Dave. This morning I want to speak on God's peace and troubled time. And I think everything just kind of went right along the same path this morning. Uh, you know, we're faced with a lot of things. Now, I want, this is, I may say some things that's in my message, but that's okay. But we're faced with a lot of things today. Uh, and there's a lot of things that will rob you of your peace. Things that will keep turmoil in your life. Uh, a lot of outside things. Just not that you're involved in it, but it's there. You know, we, we've been going through all this uh, political campaign. And, uh, you know, you get tired of it after a while. You get tired of hearing it. But it's going on. And, and But it's a critical time. And we worried about if our man is going to be the one that's going to be elected. And uh, so we, we fret over that. We see a lot of things going on in our nation. We see all the storms and all the, uh, the things that have taken place. People losing their homes, the flooding, the... The, the real bad uh, blizzards and stuff like that, and people are suffering, and they're worrying, and they're fretting. And uh, it affects everyone within our nation, because that's, that's part of us. And what happened to them could happen to us. Um, then we look around the world, and we see the earthquakes that are devastating, and the, and the typhoon or cyclone or whatever it was that uh, tore up the, uh, another country. And hundreds of thousands of people who have been sent out into eternity. Uh, so many things happening, so many things that could just uh, take us. And a big one is gasoline right now that we're facing. The price of gasoline keeps going up, and it, it makes it really difficult um, every week. Every, every time you fill up your gas, you pay more for it. And, and it just bombards us. And there are things out there that robs you of your peace. But God does not want us to be robbed of our peace this morning. So I just wanted to kind of set the scene where I'm going. That you can have peace in these troubled times. You can have peace in the midst of a storm. And the peace is for you today. But you've got to receive it. You've got to take it into yourself. We're living in today in difficult times. Some feel almost overcome by great stress. Many, many people, even Christians, suffer from anxiety, depression, hopelessness, despair, fear, and any number of mental attacks because of the situations we find ourselves in. There are those who take medications just to cope with life. 
because they just they can't do it on their own. So they go to the doctor and the doctor prescribes some medication. There's many people who struggle with sleeping at night because they can't shut it off. The mind just goes on and on and on and on. So they take medications to help them sleep at night. Many face economical uh, difficulties in their personal financial situations. There are many that are uh, facing problems at home. Uh, there are sicknesses and there's wayward children and just stress between mates and they just all number of things that takes place. We're facing difficult times. There's a lot to rob our peace. Second Timothy three one, and I'm reading this from just uh, the King James version. It says, "This know also that in the last day, perilous times shall come." We're there. We see it. We're in the midst of it. These are the last days. There's no doubt in our minds that we're there. The Bible is more up to date than the internet. It's more up to date than our newspapers. It's more up to date than our newscast. We read it in the Word of God. Everything that's taking place today, He's already said it. It's there. In Paul's letter, second letter to Timothy, he goes on to talk about in verse two, it says, "For men shall be lovers of their." own selves covetous I had trouble this morning saying that word if y'all were here bolsters, proud, blasphemers disobedient to parents unthankful, unholy without natural affection truth breakers false accusers incontinent, fierce despiser of those that are good traitors, heady high minded Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away. It's all around us. It's there. It's out there. And whether you admit it or not, it affects you. It affects your the how you feel about things, and and, and it can cause fear within your heart because of the things that are going on, or it can cause anxiety. It can cause stress. It's, 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 it's out there. And it affects you. This is our nation right now. That's where we are. This is who we became as a nation. We have a form of godliness, but deny the power of God. There's so many people out there who say, I'm a Christian. But their life don't show it. Our nation was established on godly principles. We were called a Christian nation. But now we've come to the point in our nation and in ourselves that we rely on our own selves and our own abilities. And we're failing. We're not doing very good. We can look at the Candidates, or we can look at the uh, political parties 
They all say they got the answer. They know what to do. But it doesn't matter who gets in. The problems are still there. God's been left out. Amen. It's a lot of sin. But let me tell you what the Word says. Romans 5.20 But where sin aboundeth, grace aboundeth much more. The grace of God will keep you during those times. The grace of God will sustain you. The grace of God will deliver you. It doesn't matter what others may do. You depend on the grace of God. Amen? It does not matter. It does not matter what kind of lifestyle others may lead. We may be surrounded by sin on every side. If we are abounding in God's grace, we can abound in His peace. Because we have God's grace, we have God's peace in our life. I want to go on to Matthew 24. It talks about more about what's going on in the world today. Matthew 24, starting with verse 4, it says, And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceive you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. We've seen that already today. And you will hear wars and rumors of wars. They're all around us. We hear it daily. It's in the news all the time. The next verse is so crucial in what Jesus was saying. He says, See that you are not troubled. See that you are not troubled. He goes on to say, For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. See that you're not troubled. We get so caught up in our mind about what's going on around this world that it captivates us. But Jesus, right in the midst of this, this prophetic saying, He says, See that you're not troubled. Today, he's telling you, see that you're not troubled. It doesn't matter what you're going through. See that you're not troubled. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilence, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Again, just like we read it in the newspaper, it's there. Jesus is warning us that there will be tough times ahead. The disciples didn't realize it, but he was speaking to them, but he was really speaking to us to this day. There's tough times ahead. But Jesus gave us that word of comfort to see that you're not troubled. It doesn't matter what's going on around us. He just says, don't be troubled. Don't let it trouble you. Others will be troubled, but not us. Jesus said that these things must come to pass, but it's not the end. You know what I found, I believe? 
He let us know. We don't have to be ignorant of what's happening. There's peace in just knowing that this is going to happen. He wanted us to know. You know, he could have hid it from us and just let it happen. But he let us know. But let not your heart be troubled. He wants you to know what's going on. He didn't leave us ignorant. Jesus said, nation will rise against nation and kingdom against uh, kingdom. We're living that today. Our nation finds itself not in a time of peace, but in a time of great turmoil. This affects everyone. Our nation is fighting two wars, but one enemy. There are threats on other, of other possible wars, such as Iran and Korea, North Korea. There's a war on terror, which includes the countries that I just named, but it's far more spread than that. Again, the price of oil last Friday came to almost $139 a barrel. There's predictions that by the 4th of July it could be $150. Don't let your heart be troubled. You've got to remember that God said that he'll supply all your need. That's for you, according to his riches and glory. We're not in this world's economy. We're in his economy. But you've got to trust him for it. You've got to place your trust in him. You've got to be obedient to what he tells you to do with your finances. And when you're obedient, he will see you through. Laws are being passed to allow same-sex marriage, which is an abomination of God. Our nation is facing immigration issues that are not being addressed. This is causing great conflict in our nation. Who knows what it could escalate to? It goes on and on. We're facing great problems in our nation, in our cities, in our communities. It's around us. See that you are not troubled. Philippians 4, starting with verse 6, it says, Be anxious for nothing. People are so full of anxiety and stress today. But the word says, Be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. I declare to you this morning that you can live in God's peace. You can live in God's peace. It says, be anxious for nothing. How do we not be anxious with everything that's going on around us? It says, in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. you got to give it to God. There are some things in life that are just too hard for us to carry. you got to give it to God. you got to trust God. The Word says that we've got to walk by faith. And what does that mean? you got to walk by faith. you got to trust Him. you got to trust the Lord with all your heart, with all your mind. 
you got to uh, trust in the Lord and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. You've got to trust Him, and He'll see you through. You get we're so often, we say, God, I trust you, and we just pull that problem back right into ourselves, and we start worrying, and we start fretting, and that's where we are. Express your thanksgiving to God. Be thankful to Him. Just worship Him and thank Him for the, for the things that He's going to do. We're so quick to, God, I need this, I need this, I need this, but we forget to say thank you. God, I'm so thankful how you bless me. I thank you, God, how you keep me. I thank you, God, that you supply my needs. you got to approach Him with thanksgiving. Colossians 3.15 says, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. And be thankful. It's important that you be thankful to God. Don't let the things that are surround you consume you. They'll pull you right into a deep black hole. you got to trust God. you got to ask Him. Be anxious for nothing. Psalms 91. One of my favorite scriptures. i got a lot of different ones. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him I will trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. He shall cover you with His feathers, and under His wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. There's a secret place that we have a privilege to go to. It's a shadow of the Almighty. He'll cover you. He'll shield you. He'll protect you there. It's a place of peace. You can be in peace under the shadow of the Almighty. It's a place of safety. It's a place where no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You can say, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him I will trust. This morning, you can be under that shadow of the Almighty. Sometimes, whether we realize it or not, we step outside of it. And we allow all the cares of life upon us, to come upon us. 
need to get back underneath the shadow of the Almighty this morning. Psalms 4.8 says, I will both lie down in peace and sleep. For you, for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. There are some here probably this morning. You have trouble sleeping at night. Your mind won't shut off. All you can think about is what's going on. I will both lie down in peace and sleep. For you, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Today, if you come back under the shadow of the Almighty, and you just step out and trust Him, ask God to turn these things off in your mind. Choose. The Word says, you know, take captive every thought. Sometimes we've got to take captive of those thoughts that just keep us going on and on and on, bringing us down and worrying, and choose to turn them off. If it comes back on, flip the switch again. That's being under the shadow of the Almighty. Isaiah 26.3 says, You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you. Because he trusts in you. Where's your mind at today? Is it on your situations? Is it on your problems? Is it on the cares of life? Is it on everything that's going around in our nation? What's it on? Or is it on him? We've got to learn to trust in him. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind has stayed on you because he trusts in you. Matthew 6. This is New American Standard Version. I like the way it reads on this particular verse. Do not worry then saying, start with verse 31. What will we eat? Or what will we drink? Or what will we wear for clothing? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things. For your Heavenly Father knows that you need all of these. We worry about these things. We worry about all these things, that all, the things that we need in life. God knows you need those things. He already knows it. It's not You're not telling me anything he doesn't know. But what he asks of you is in verse 33. He says, Seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. He wants your mind on him. He wants your mind stayed on him. Seek his kingdom first, and he'll supply your needs. He'll give you everything you need, to, need today. Just serving praising thank you for his goodness especially in the times when the enemy tries to throw things at you verse 34 this is the one that I like to read in the New American Standard. To me, it was always a 
it's kind of hard to grasp what it was saying. But I think this one explains it pretty well. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. We worry so much of what might happen tomorrow. We're living today, but we worry about tomorrow. Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. It's going to have enough problems of its own. Just concentrate on today, and he'll get you through the day. And when tomorrow comes, he'll get you through tomorrow. But we worry about tomorrow. What's going to happen next week? What am I going to do when this takes place? What if this happens? Don't worry about those things. Live for today, and he'll take care of tomorrow. have one more scripture or set of scriptures and we'll go to Psalms 23 why don't you read this with me out loud the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he makes me lie down in green pastures he leads me beside still waters he restores my soul he leads me in a path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Today is the Lord your shepherd. You think about a shepherd. He takes care of his sheep. Keeps the harm away from them. The sheep hears his voice and they follow him everywhere that he goes. He takes them to those green pastures they can feed and their needs supply his rod and staff he comforts them even though we go through the shadow of the valley of death he's there there's peace being with the shepherd Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. My question today is, the Lord your shepherd? Have you learned to get into the fold? Have you learned to, to hear his voice? Today God is calling you. And he wants to turn your life around. He wants to bring peace into your life. He loves you this morning. Thank you, Lord God. Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you. Lord, I thank you for your peace this morning. Lord, I thank you for the peace that I feel here within this place.
a good place to be, Lord. The flock is together. The shepherd is here. God, I just ask that you would just minister these things to the hearts of people today. God, that we would all learn to walk in your peace. Or that we don't have to live in a, a life of anxiety or stress. But Lord, we can depend upon you. God, I ask right now that you just touch every life. Lord, I don't know what everybody's facing. But Lord, you know everybody's heart. Lord, you know what struggles they're going through. Lord, you know the ones that feels like giving up. What's the use? I ask you, Lord God, that you just touch the lives. Here. Thank you, Lord. Would you head bow? Perhaps there's someone here that doesn't know that shepherd. Has never given their heart to God. He's here for you this morning. I'd love to introduce him to you. He's a God of love. When everyone else's love may fail you, his love will never fail you. And the invitation today is, is coming to the fold of the shepherd. In the New Testament, this place that calls him the good shepherd. He's the good shepherd. And if that's you this morning, by uplifted hand, and say, I, I want to meet this shepherd. I want to get to know him. I want him to come into my life. Would you raise your hand this morning? Amen. Anybody else? Okay. I'm going to ask you to stand. And we'll ask the prayer partners if they'll come. If you would like somebody to pray with you this morning, we have a team of people that's here for you. If you got, if you're sick in your body and you need God to touch you, He's here for you this morning. He's the great physician too. That's not anything our God can't do. If you have a need, if there's financial situations that you're facing, you need somebody to agree with you, they're here for you this morning. And I want to ask you to come and just allow God to touch your life. 
Won't you come? Anybody? Let him touch your life. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. When the enemy attacks, take your shield of faith and stand before him and tell him no. Live in his peace this week. If things start troubling you, Call upon him. That's all you got to do. He'll be there for you. Praise you, God. Hallelujah. Lord, thank you this morning. Lord, I'm so thankful this morning that we can live in the peace of God. Lord, we know that everything around us can be going just in every direction, just a lot of turmoil, a lot of problems. But Lord, we can live in your peace. God, I thank you, Lord, that the promises of God are ours. Lord, that you supply every need. Because of that, we can live in your peace, Lord God. Lord, that you're our great physician. Because of that, God, we can live in peace. Whatever we're facing today, Lord, we can live in your peace. God, I pray God's blessings upon every home that's represented here. God, I, I ask that you would just go with them, Lord God, and just commune with them this afternoon. Lord, I pray that you give our pastor a safe trip home. Be with him, Lord God. And God, that when he comes back, he'll be rested and just full of fire thank you Lord for our pastor God we love you and Lord we look forward to meeting with you again this next week in Jesus name Amen You're